Hello and welcome to the Inner Know podcast with Janelle Bridge, where we talk about everything spiritual development. Let's go. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to my podcast. So happy to be sitting here and recording for you. So today I want to talk about something that's really kind of um, timely, which is being kind to yourself in December. Now, December is not only a month where it is flat out crazy, um, so expensive, right? We have so much on our to-do list. We have so many social engagements that we need to take part in, and it's just a little bit chaotic. But On top of all of that, something that I struggle with, something that many of my coaching clients struggle with, and something that I think that you guys are struggling with, which is why I'm recording this, is being kind to yourself in December. So always towards the end of the year is, you know, not only Christmas chaos and Christmas presents and social events and all that kind of stuff, but I always find that I reflect upon the year that's been it's a marker, right? So it's the end of the year. It's like, how how have I done this year? And this year, just recently, I found myself reflecting on values that aren't necessarily super important to me. And I've had to pull myself out of that mindset quite a number of times. For example, financially, instead of going, wow, you've had an amazing transformative year and you've helped a lot of people and you've you've transformed yourself in what you're offering and you've grown and you've up-leveled. I've literally sat there and gone, wow, you haven't made much a dent in your saving. You know, you haven't added much to your savings this year, or maybe it's gone backwards or whatever. Maybe I'm burying my head in the sand. And I've started to, again, look at my life. And the reason that I'm sharing this is because obviously this is the first kind of normal year that many of us have of us have had um, on the back of COVID. So, you know, it was a, year, a couple of years of life fully changing and having to rely on, for us, backup, you know, savings and things when our event business closed down. Um, and this has very much been, for a lot of people, the first year of normality. And therefore, it's almost like we've sometimes reverted back to that normal way of measuring our success. And as I've spoken about many, 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 many times on this podcast, I had a lot of success on paper, but I was so fundamentally unhappy and so anxious. So I know that they're not the markers of my happiness, yet I'm sitting in December and I'm finding myself moving back to those markers of happiness. How much money did I make? How much money did I save? Where did my money go? How much time? Time did I waste? What didn't I achieve this year? And I'm going back into that bully and that masculine mindset of like, I haven't done enough and I need to do it quickly and I need to make it happen now. And there's a lack of trust and a lack of faith and a lack of um, reverence for everything that I have done. So I thought that I'd jump on here and really chat about this and normalize it and really encourage you to take a peek into your year from a different mindset. Now, I know most of you that listen to me are intrigued by the way that I live my life and perhaps, you know, wanting to adopt some of those principles as well. So if you're new here and this is the first episode that you're listening to, welcome. Um, But essentially, I don't follow, I'm not, (laughs) I'm as much out of the matrix as I possibly can be. I don't follow, you know, career and money values as, you know, the highest form of measurements of success and you know all of that like there's so many things in me that have changed as to the way that I tick markers off my list as to how well I'm doing in my life you know um 
And that's a constant unlearning. It's a constant unlearning. I feel that it's not something you ever get to a point and you go, yeah, I'm, I'm healed now. I'm healed from all of that. It's something that you constantly have to check yourself in. And for me personally, December is a time where it's, it's a bit of a struggle. It's a bit of a struggle. You know, there's always that, I wish I felt more abundant. I wish I felt more generous. I wish I didn't step into scarcity. But the reality is I'm 36 years old. I've been, <laughs> I've experienced 36 Decembers. Yes, many of those were probably naive to the stresses that come with Christmas, but many of them have also been witness to what happens in December and the chaos and the pressure to make it perfect and the pressure to provide and all of that kind of stuff as well. So also understanding that our body remembers and our body kicks into that mode of like, hey, you should have done better and next year it'd be nicer and next year Christmas will be better for your kids because you'll be more relaxed and you'll take the whole month off because you won't need to make money. And it's just been this huge kind of maybe reawakening of the shit that's still there. So what I want to share with you is some of the strategies that I've been utilizing um, to feel good in December. We're also looking at we're in the midst of the shit storm of the Gemini full moon. And I found that that's really uncovered some really old stuff as well. So you're not alone if that's also happening for you. But a few of the strategies that I have been using is um, one is directly from my coach, Brielle. Um, sitting in, in, in group coaching with her. And she said, how much energy are you giving to a frequency of a problem and how much energy are you, or how much, sorry, how much time are you spending in the frequency of a problem and how much time are you spending in the frequency of a solution? Now, my mind is very resistant and I am, that's one of my undefined centers. So if you follow human design, you might know what that means, but essentially my mind is really susceptible. So I've worked, and that's one of the things I've come here to learn on and to teach. So I've become really good sometimes <laughs> at filtering the information that is for my greater good and filtering the information that I don't want to take on board. So I find that when I'm given a new train of thought, I kind of go, hmm, and I'm slightly resistant to it, first of all, and I try and emphasize and I see how it fits for me. And I encourage you all to do the same. Don't ever take anything that I say or anyone else says as gospel. Try it on for size, see how it fits for you. And I thought that's not really fair. Like some of our problems are bigger than others. And, you know, I went through that filtration system of, of the mind and then I went, no, this makes so much sense to me. So as we know, as I've spoken about before, when we are in a low frequency, it's like we are tuning in the radio station to badnews.com, you know, and we're hearing all the shit, all the shit is coming back to us and it's keeping us in that low frequency. If we are in a good mood, if we're in a high frequency, if we're trusting the universe, if we're vibing, we're tuning in our antenna, our radio radio station is playing back all the good news and more good news continues for us. So it's about, you know, looking for what we'll find basically. And so it makes complete sense to me that if we're sitting in the energy of, in the frequency of a problem that we're not going to crawl out of it. Now, let me be really clear. Let me be really clear. Let me be very, very clear on this. This is not about bypassing how it feels. This is not about shoving your emotions down. Feel it. I think that one of the best things that we can do to move out of a lower frequency is to be like, fuck this. I'm angry. I've had enough and put on some angry music and have a screaming session in your car or go to the gym. And I have a, I have a playlist. It's called rage gym. And that's what I use when I'm angry, <laughs> you know, feel it, feel it all and then pull yourself out of it. So for instance, if you're worried about finances, which many of us are at this time of year, how much time am I spending in the frequency of worrying about finances? How much is that keeping me here? How can I shift my attention to being in a higher frequency, in the frequency of abundance and knowing, knowing through the law of attraction, through everything else, that that's going to open up many more doors for you, but also make you feel better. 
So that's something that I use to check myself. Like, am I lurking? Am I lurking in this low frequency or am I processing? If I'm processing, fine. If I'm having a tantrum, fine. If I'm lurking and sitting in my shit, that's when I will really pull myself out of that and go, no, we're remaining stuck here. Yeah. So that's been a really, really helpful tip is which frequency am I in right now? The frequency of the problem or the frequency of the solution. So what will be delivered to me? Number two, and this is a really, really important one. And I use this before I jumped onto this podcast is asking for assistance from your guides and from spirit. So I like plugged in my microphone and it wasn't picking it up and I plugged it into another port and it wasn't picking it up and I plugged it in and it was picking it up, but it wasn't doing the test of the microphone. And I was like, spirit, help me. I'm trying to get a message out there. (laughs) And then it started working and I'm like, thank you. And this is something that I continually forget to do. And I work in this field and I know this information. So asking spirit for help, you know, and if spirit feels like the wrong word, asking the universe, if you're religious or if you, if you um, pertain to the word God, ask God, you know, whatever works for you, ask your angels, ask your guides, whatever feels good to you, ask for assistance from a greater being. And let me tell you, they will help you. And if they don't help you, it's because they're like, but you know, you shouldn't be doing that. (laughs) If that makes sense as well. So asking for assistance from spirit is powerful. Another situation where this happens, um, my car and my phone like died on the same day. And I was like, really? Like I'm burying some money shit right now. I'm moving into a frequency of abundance. And then you take my car and my phone on the same day. My phone was a fairly easy fix. And I found that it was covered by insurance anyway. So that was all good. But my car, like it was a transmission. It was awful. And I hadn't done anything to fix it. I asked Spirit to help me. For some reason, it's magically fine. I mean, I probably will take them. I probably won't, let's be fair, but I should take it in for a service. Um, But it's drivable and it's doing well and it's not clunking at all. So, you know, again, we can ask spirit and spirit will help. So, you know, asking spirit, just putting that little hope out there is really important as well. Number three is saying no to the things that you don't want to go to, saying no to the things that you feel that you have to do that are not lighting you up, not going crazy on what you're spending, you know, utilizing some homemade things. For me, I would much rather, personally, I'd much rather receive a beautiful letter and hand, or a handwritten card um, or something homemade from someone than someone to go out and spend money on me. So again, it's about the effort. It can be a fresh bunch of flowers. That's enough. You don't need to spend a crazy amount of money to show somebody that you love them. In fact, I feel that monetary gifts, you know, gifts that cost a lot of money, they mean far less. So, you know, if you want to go for it, if you don't bring it home, how can I bring it back to basics? I also just off topic ever so slightly, I related back to a reading that I had done in March. Um, I listened to it last night. So it was done in March 22 for me. And it essentially talked about the shifts of um, the universe when it comes to monetary values and how we're really being nudged. And we're seeing it a lot to bring things home, to bring things back to basics, to sharing food that we've grown ourselves, and to provide gifts of meaning rather than, you know, purchasing and um, adding to that kind of consumer culture. So again, something to think about, but really using your discernment as to where you're placing your energy and where you're placing your money, if that makes sense as well. Now, one more tip as well. No, there's going to be a few more. Okay. One more (laughs) spirit talks to me as I'm recording and I just go with the flow. Another thing that I've been using, a tip that's been really bloody helpful for me, and one of my students actually passed this on to me, and this is what I love about the work that I do, is we learn from each other. I don't hold myself in high regard above you. We are the same, and we can learn from everyone around us. Um, she basically said before she was going to bed at nighttime, she was you know, thinking about what she was grateful for, but she was also saying, how do I want to feel tomorrow? 
Um, and she was bringing up an emotion as to how she wanted to feel tomorrow. Now, what that does is that why is that into our system as we're sleeping? But it also gives us something to reflect upon the next day. So, you know, we can be like, okay, I said that I want to feel optimistic and hopeful and I'm sitting in the frequency of the problem. So how can I shift my awareness to being optimistic and hopeful again? So I've been trying that on for size and it's made such a difference. It's been a bit of a tumultuous time. I'm a Gemini sun, so is my husband. And we've been in the Gemini full moon. It's been a little bit chaotic the last week. I feel like the last week has gone for about eight years straight. (laughs) Um, So that's really been something that's been quite helpful for me as well. Now, final tip, and this is actually what I jumped on the podcast to talk to you about, but, you know, everything else is dropping in as helpful for you as well is to really reflect on your personal transformation throughout this year, to really reflect on the moments that actually fucking count. So, you know, if you were on your deathbed and you were reflecting upon the moments that made your heart sing, what were they? And I can guarantee it wasn't the balance in your bank account. I can guarantee it wasn't the accolades you got from your boss. I can guarantee it wasn't the time your house was really clean. Cause this is being a three month. Like, why does my house get messy all the time? Why am I so terrible about this? Why is cooking dinner so hard right now? You know, all of this kind of stuff. It's none of that. It's the moments that made your heart explode. So perhaps even creating it, creating an album on your phone. I've recently done it in a vision board and I speak about that in my last episode if you want to check that out, but creating a compilation of those moments that made you feel something. So most of us have a huge collection of photos on our phone, maybe even just ebbing through and highlighting and really just taking in a moment of those moments with your kids or with your friends' kids or with your dog or, you know, in the sunshine with your friends, those moments that just made you go, yes, that, that is the abundance of life. That is what's important. Your transformation. I was talking to a friend through this. I was coaching. She's like, I've spent so much money on myself and I've spent so much energy on doing the work and I haven't made any money. And I just feel like, what's the fucking point? I feel like such a failure. And I was like, babe, babe, have a look at you now. Have a real look at you now. From now and from the start of this year and have a look at all that you've learned and all that you've created and all the ways that your life has been enhanced by the work that you've done, even if your bank account isn't. You know, we are very quick to judge ourselves on outside successes that don't even actually fucking mean anything to us. But we're also very, very slow to judge ourselves on the things that really mean, like how present am I with my children? How connected do I feel in my relationship? How much have I put in the hard work, the shadow work for myself? And that might even be listening to this bloody podcast. You know, how much have I changed what I consume? That's really important too. And that's not about food. I mean, it is a little bit about food, but I'm talking about with your brain. What have I been consuming? Have I noticed that I'm consuming a higher quality content? So whether that's, you know, listening to podcasts that actually make you feel inspired and ready to uplift, or if it's listening to gossipy podcasts in the past, or, you know, how, what am I consuming? Have I started reading more? What can I give myself props for this year? And what would I like to up level again next year? And again, go for the stuff that makes you feel something. And I have coaching clients that come to me and they say, my goal is I want to make a million dollars. And I'm like, awesome. Amazing. Love that for you. Why do you want to make a million dollars? How's it going to make you feel? 
outside of the money, what's going to change in you? What happiness is that going to bring you? And I know that all of us sitting here, me included, will be like, I'll take a uh, million dollars. Thank you so much. That will make my life a lot better because I won't be worrying about money. But if we're creating that within our own business, then it creates a lot of other worries as well. So it always has to come down to the emotion underneath it. So will you feel safe? Will you feel more generous? Will you feel like you have time to spend with your family? That's how we get to the bottom of abundance. You could have 50 million dollars in the bank you could have the cleanest most beautiful house in the streets but you might not be abundant because you might not have close connections with those that you love you might be unhappy within yourself so pull out the things that really fucking matter and don't worry too much about the rest I'm not saying give up you know we need some form of checklist sometimes to feel that we're on the right path and you know if we're not adding to our savings, if we're depleting that every week, then we're living in scarcity, even if it's only 20 bucks. If we're saving 20 bucks, then we're living in a bit more abundance as well. So that's not to say throw it all in the bin. It is important. However, however, it's not as important as all the other things in your life. So a deep gratitude list is what I'm asking from you. Deep, deep gratitude list. If you do it on social, share it, you know, share it, tag me, I'll share it. I think it's so great to December is a really, and I'm getting really emotional about it. December is a really, really hard month for people on themselves. It's a notoriously hard month. And that's why we see mental health problems. That's why we unfortunately see suicides taking an upturn because people feel lonely. People are measuring themselves against these stupid markers of success that don't actually mean anything and people aren't reaching out. So make your December about connection, connection to yourself, connection to others, and about really pulling from the pits of your stomach everything that you're grateful for about yourself and everything that you're grateful to have experienced this year, the good, the bad, the neutral, all of it. As always, reach out to me. Reach out to me if you've liked this, if you've hated it, if it's triggered you, let me know. Have a beautiful, beautiful day, my loves, and be fucking kind to yourself.